Welcome to the MattCast. This is a podcast that helps artists to engage the church and the church to engage artists. My name is Matt Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, we'd also ask you to subscribe to this podcast and on whatever platform you're listening, a five-star review would be much appreciated. And feel free to share the podcast with friends. Well, who's ready for 2022? See, for those of you who thought just because the calendar changes, um, yeah, it just just goes to show life can always get crazier. Uh, Just as a reminder to set us all kind of back to true north here, we've had the, the mission this year of looking at the two great commandments of Jesus. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And it just felt like we need to get back to basics this year, and that's how we kicked off the year. And uh, I'm not sure how long we're going to pursue this on the podcast, but as long as I feel like we need to, and I think we need to. Um, I, I want to specifically look at a beautiful passage of Scripture that I've actually preached on a number of times um, this past year, and it's from Ephesians chapter 3. Paul is writing the church of Ephesus, and in verse 14, he says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Now listen to this next phrase. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. I'm going to read that sentence again. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. And then verse 19 says, May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. I've entitled this episode, Make Your Roots Deep, because that's really what Paul was urging the church to do. And when I think about the magnificent love of the Lord, I realize first it's something he wants us to experience. Paul says, may you experience the love of Christ. And to me, that's all part of that first commandment, to love the Lord your God. It's all about experiencing what he has to offer us. And we just place ourselves before him. And this is, this is hard for me to do. I don't know about you. I always feel like I need a game plan. I need an agenda. I need a list. And it's just so difficult for me to just present myself before the Almighty because Scripture now tells us we can boldly approach the throne of grace. 
and just almost to kneel down before him and then let him do whatever he wants to do. Let him say whatever he wants to say. I always feel like I have to come in there with a a beautiful psalm that I've written or my favorite worship song that's on my heart and my mind or to list off all the grand attributes and, and, and those are all wonderful. And I would certainly encourage you to do that um, on a regular basis. But I think there are times when we just present ourselves to him as we are in all of our frailty and all of our stained uh, condition and all of our fragility and imperfection. And we just put ourselves there and say, I don't even know what to do or say right now. And we just sit in the Lord's presence and we let him take over. You know, sometimes when we have people we love and admire, when we're with them, we feel like we have to kind of control the room. We have to control the conversation because we're scared. We're scared they're going to say something that hurts us. We're scared they're going to reject us. We're, we're scared that we're not going to meet their approval. And so we just kind of keep talking and we, you know, uh, almost endlessly and needlessly filling the air with, uh, with our words because we kind of are afraid of what he's going to say if he has a chance. But I don't think you're going to have the full experience of the love of Christ unless you silence yourself before him and you bring yourself into his presence and you say, Lord, whatever, whatever you need to do and say right now is fine with me. And sure, there's, there's moments of correction and the Holy Spirit guides us in those if we're listening. But he will surprise you with what he will do. And I believe he wants to come around you and embrace you tighter than anyone has ever done. I think he wants to speak words of life over you that maybe you haven't heard your whole life from certain people and and things you've always wanted to hear. I think he wants to make some pronouncements over you. He wants to remind you why you were so worth it for him to go on the cross. He wants to remind you that you're his beloved child. And that nothing changes that. Nothing. Boy, it's, it's not difficult for us if we're a parent or, or we mentor people who are younger than us, and we just, we just love them. And even if, if they distance themselves from us, even if they make poor life choices, we don't change our love for them. But then it's so hard for us to believe that of the Lord over us. We think... We think his love for us operates like the stock market. This is something that needs to be experienced. This is what causes our roots to grow deep. When we understand the gospel, which we talked about last time, when we really sink our teeth into the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that's what gets us there in the first place. And we recognize, okay, we're here. I can be here. Now what's going to happen? And then we allow the Lord to do his transformative work in us regularly and to speak through the word of God to us, or to speak to us through the Holy Spirit, or for us in our mind's eye to be able to capture him, loving us like a really great father. These are roots that grow down into our life. This is what we need. This is that that deeper love, I think, that we have to experience. 
that doesn't change, that doesn't shake, that doesn't move. You know why it doesn't move? Because we got roots. Because we know storms are coming. Storms of belief and doubt. Storms of compromise. I have to tell you, I get so tired of, and it seems to happen every six months or so, I get tired of reading about stories of Christians who are celebrities. And whether they're in music or they're some in preaching or they're authors or whatever it might be. And they suddenly decide they're not Christians anymore. And I remember for the long, I would just scratch my head and be like, how does that happen? And I think I know now, no root system. I think there are folks who have been in this church thing their whole life. But there's never been a personal thing to it. It's just been, I've been around it. It's like the family business. But there's no passion. There's no engagement there. And they've, they've never actually learned how to uh, make Christ the Lord of their life. They, they're just kind of floating along. And it's never been personal for them. So that when things come their way, when they go to college and they start hearing that you're an idiot if you're a Christian <laughs> and you should be an agnostic or, or they get famous, they get successful and they start to think they're the ones who made their success happen. There's no root system there. That's why they move. That's why they blow away. It's tragic, but there's nothing that any of us can do about that. I know it must break the Lord's heart. And it's because they haven't experienced it. Are you telling me if you have experiences like this with Christ, do you are you going anywhere? Seriously. If you get diagnosed with something, if you get laid off, if you have to file bankruptcy, do you think you're going to move because of what you've experienced? Because you realize all this is temporal. Even if it's just downright painful and awful, and yeah, sometimes it is, but it's still temporary. That experience that you and I are, are having that, that, that deepens the roots, that's eternal. And it's only going to get better when we leave this place. I want to encourage you with everything going on around you. I want you to keep experiencing the love of Christ. Keep allowing him to do the awesome stuff that he's doing, that he's already done. Keep reflecting on the gospel, what he's done. But there is a present tense to it. He still wants to speak life and love over you. Let him do it. Let him do it. Sink those, those roots deep. Let them grow so that you never move. business owner. Remember us? We're the Internal Revenue Service. We know you've probably been preoccupied with other things over the last year. Things like 
having the government force you to shut down your business for a little bit or for a while or forever. But now that the calendar has turned, you know that April 15th isn't far away. With all the stress of 2020, preparing your taxes has probably filled you with even more anxiety. Well, we at the IRS have decided you've had enough stress. We've created an interactive software called Special Instructional Tax Help, or SITH, that allows you to answer a few questions and the software does its darn tootin' best to find you deductible expenses so you don't have insult added to injury. You've dealt with enough. Let us help you pay next to nothing in taxes this year. Just follow the voice prompts from our Sith Lord and the software does the rest. Here, watch. What was your business's total income for last year? All right, let's see. Uh, 26532 What was your business's total expenses for last year? Um, $1,872,023. Oh, we're sorry to hear that. Oh, well, thanks. What is your total amount of Business deductible expenses for last year. Two million eight hundred eighty-one thousand nine hundred fifty-five. Your total amount due to the United States Treasury is seventy-nine thousand three hundred forty-two. This amount will be due by April fifteenth, or else we will come after you with the passion of a thousand white-hot burning suns and take away everything near and dear to you, including your freedom. Only now, at the end, do you understand. And don't forget, we're all in this together. Goodbye. See how easy it is? Take the guesswork out of your taxes this year. Use our dark, I mean free service and see what Sith can do for you. Remember, we're the federal government and we're only here to help. talk to you about doing and action for just a moment and how it relates to the discussion that we're having about our root system, our lives being rooted in the love and gospel of Christ. What we saw happen at the Capitol recently obviously was indefensible. Just like what we saw happen last summer with businesses and buildings set on fire 
was also reprehensible to us. And now what we have seen, not that maybe we thought in any way, is that no one seems to have the moral high ground politically. And I would say that that really shouldn't surprise us. Because when politics becomes the moral fiber of our life, we are relying on a horrible root system. It's a root system that lives out a ready, fire, aim philosophy. See, this is what happens when we have no root system or an incorrect root system. I've said this for years, but mobs are not known for their intelligence. When our root system is bad, our whole life will be reactive instead of proactive. And I feel like for the last number of years, I'm trying to think of how far to go back, maybe eight at least, probably longer, all I seem to behold is reactive. Our lives will be all about action and doing without thought of where it leads or, or any reflection whatsoever. And then people are easily swayed by, by the media and by politicians and they immediately, they want to do something. We need to do something. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Whether you agree or not, when George Floyd died, there was a significant part of the population that said it was evidence of systemic racism in our country and that they weren't being heard. So now the only question was, what are we going to do? And a sliver of people responded with arson and destruction and assault and yeah, even murder in some cases. Whether you agree or not, when the election happened, there was a significant part of the population that said it was evidence of systemic corruption in our country, and they weren't being heard. Now the only question was, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And a sliver of people responded with destruction, assault, and yep, murder in a couple of cases. See, this is what happens when doing overcomes and overwhelms being. And when we talk about a root system, especially a root system in Christ, it is all about being. I'm not saying it has no action to it, but it is probably 90% about being. And while others are demanding, what do we do? What do we do? A Christian root system says at all times, who will I be? Who shall I be? And we come back to the two great commandments. And I shall be a child of God who loves him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength and love my neighbor as myself. That's who I'm going to be. And then that clarifies our actions. The life of Christ and the word of Christ forms the moral framework of our life. Not what someone in a crowd is doing. 
or chanting. We will never know what we must do until we first understand who we must be in Christ. So in our creativity, fellow artists, this is absolutely essential. Or else what's going to happen is you as an artist are going to get wound up into a frenzy by cable uh, news networks or politicians or provocateurs on social media. Do not be manipulated. Come back to your root system, and I pray you have one. Sink your roots deep. Make your roots deep. Deep into the gospel of Jesus Christ. Into the life of Jesus Christ. I can't say this enough because I fear it's only going to get crazier. And we're hearing talk of civil war. We're hearing talk of people being, quote, re-educated or depersoned. We're, we're, we're hearing of people taking up arms and believing they're the resistance. It's crazy. And we must come back to our root system. Make your roots deep, my friend. You see, Jesus would not be distracted with anything but his mission. You see, he did not start a revolution against Rome. That's really what a lot of people thought the Messiah should do or would do. But he did not overthrow the Roman Empire. He did not craft a first century version of the Bill of Rights. He did not establish a representative republic. And there are folks who wish that was the story, not the story. On the other hand, there were very obvious physical, financial, and social issues in Judea that Jesus did not address. Things that he did not take action on, at least to the level that some would have wanted. In fact, Jesus even said, the poor, you'll always have the poor with you. I'm only here for a short time. That sounds so callous, but it isn't. It's kingdom. Yes, he challenged the religious to do the work of God for those who were hurting, because he says, that's evidence that you know me. But it wasn't his mission. Jesus has his roots deep. He made his roots deep into the Father's love and mission. He knew who he was, and he would not allow anything to derail him from the eternal things he wanted. Jesus understood that governments, societies, power structures, needs, all of these things come and go. They change. He was there to do eternal things. So artist, I, I implore you to make your roots deep. Otherwise, it will compromise you as an artist and you will become a useful idiot. And I hate to use that term, but we'll become some sort of a weirdo puppet for a political organization. Not worth it. We have bigger things to deal with. I'm not saying we don't address the needs of society and culture, but make your roots deep because it will give you the proper perspective on how to address how much time and energy are we devoting to things that will ultimately pass away? And then how much time and energy are we devoting to things that will last forever? 
You see, your root system answers both questions. So don't get caught up with what you need to do. Become preoccupied with who you will be and where and how deep your roots will grow. We appreciate you being a part of the Madcast. Our theme music is by Sound of Fusion. We hope to see you again soon. This has been a production of Monumental Ministries. If you'd like more information about our books and resources, go to mattministry.com. Hey, thanks for having me over. I had a wonderful time.